Hello everybody and welcome to the Champions Cast here on ZeldaDungeon.net. My name is Andy Spiteri and I'm joined by my friend and co-host Taylor Wells all the way from LA. How you doing pal? Doing pretty good. It's nice and warm, crispy out here. That's good. It's starting to snow in uh, crispy Calgary, Alberta itself, so a little bit of balance is just what uh, life ordered. Yeah. We have got we've got a lot to unpack today, don't we? Um, we asked for Nintendo news, and we asked for Nintendo news. They, they delivered. To deliver. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, we're going to be covering the Smash Direct today. We had originally planned to cover the best Zelda ever. Uh, list that just came out on the website, but we're going to push that to next week to talk about the big Smash reveals and information. Um, that being said, we want to encourage everybody listening to this, head over to ZeldaDungeon.net and check out our Best Zelda Ever 2018 edition list. It is a massive collaboration between every single editor that writes for Zelda Dungeon, and I'm really happy with how it turned out. We took the the average poll of everybody. We asked them what their favorite Zelda games were. We asked them to rank them in order, 1 to 18. And then we, we assigned them points based off rankings. And we came up with this master list. Uh, and it's quite different from last year's list. So definitely head on over and check it out. There's a lot of really cool personal insight as to why certain editors did or did not like specific Zelda games. So I'm very proud of how it turned out. Uh, Taylor... Of course, you took a dump on Wind Waker. What else is new? Yeah, you know, it, it's one of those expected things. It just happens every year. Every day, even. Um, yeah, but you know what? We're going to save most of our analysis for next week. Let's give a quick plug out to a uh, sh- friend of the show, regular guest, Kat Vidam. She just finished up a wonderful murder mystery series on ZeldaDungeon.net, which you guys should all check out. But what do you say that we stop beating around the bush and we get right to it and talk about Super Smash Bros. Ultimate? That's what everybody's here for. In the words of Reggie Fisame, my body is ready. So let's set the stage. Nintendo, in typical Nintendo fashion, announces about four hours before the Direct actually goes live that there will be a Direct. That's an exaggeration. I think they I think they announced it two days before, but not very much time to prepare. So, this is the last Smash Direct before the game's release. And they definitely gave us some stuff to talk about. So, we're, what we're going to do is we're going to walk you through the Direct. Um, we're going to react to events as they happened during the Direct. And then we're going to give you our lasting impressions at the end of the show. So stick around for that. But let's let's get right off to it. We start off with Sakurai. He's welcoming everybody. He says that this is going to be the last direct before the game. And we're going to reveal all the fighters. And boom. We are shown a trailer for the last couple of fighters in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. So it opens with a boxing ring. Little Mac beating up somebody in the corner. All of a sudden we get a big Hadouken. It's Ken. What do you think about that? Um, I think this was kind of expected uh, once they announced Echo Fighters in the first place. But even even despite that, like I got super hyped. I'm not gonna lie. Like I I've always been a Ryu main myself in Street Fighter, but Ken has always been fun and exciting. And I think his um 
his difference, in, slight difference in moveset and the way his, his mechanics work will offer a nice fresh perspective on people who are Ken fans and have been looking forward to Ken and Smash. So I think it's good. Yeah, um, it, it was a very inoffensive ad, ad addition to the Smash roster, I think. Um, I, I don't know anybody that's like a, a giant Ken fan. I don't know about you. Uh, I know. Uh, I, I know people. a lot of. Okay, so I mean, he does. He does have his fan base. Um, to me, you know, to, uh, Ken's okay. You know, Ryu's obviously like the man in Street Fighter, and with Echo Fighters, like you said, it makes absolute sense. It was easy to clone uh, Ryu and, and have Ken in there. So when you think of it almost as like a like a bonus kind of thing, um, that's fine. Obviously, I'm more of a Guile guy myself, or even a Blanca, or, or something along that. I think there's a lot more colorful characters in Street Fighter. I'm a Bison But, main. um, yeah, or, or uh, Chun-Li would be pretty cool, too. Ooh, Chun-Li. That would be interesting. But, you know, as far as inoffensive characters go, Ken's alright. I didn't have a problem with that. Yeah, you, um, you lose nothing from having him added to the game. And honestly, like, the the whole way Echo Fighters work, it it's always felt like that. Like, Echo Fighters are always kind of just like, oh, the bonuses. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like Dark Samus and Krom, you know, those guys for me. I, I like both of those characters, and I'm happy that they made it in. Uh, and it probably didn't take any real effort to get them in. So, you know what? For the, for the people out there that are Ken fans, or just, like, Street Fighter fans in general that maybe wanted more representation, I'm really happy that... Uh, that Ken got in. Uh, <laughs> it was after this, though, that uh, things started to fall off the rails in my books. So, uh, so Ken knocks Little Mac into <laughs> into oblivion. Into next week, he's KO'd, and we have a a beastly set of eyes going to the ring. Somebody jumps up, smashes him down, and what do you know? It's Incineroar from Pokemon. So Incineroar is the uh, thir- the final evolution of the Firestarter from Pokemon Sun and Moon, and he's he's a big cat and he's got like a wrestler gimmick. So he does a lot of like suplexes. He has a title belt around his waist. Um. Ugh. The, this it, the fact that that is your description for him is what it was running through my mind the whole time I'm watching this this debut and I'm like, man, this looks like a character Gooey, Mossies, and and Andy are just gonna get super hyped about. And then I'm looking at the Discord chat as we're as we're all discussing this this reveal, and I just see Andy taking the biggest dump ever on this <laughs> release announcement, and I'm sitting here dying watching this. Oh, it, it's look this Pokemon. If, if first of all, how many Pokemon are in this game? There is if, if you count. Many. If you count the Pokemon Trainer as three separate Pokemon, I want to say that there were eight or nine Pokemon characters already in this game. So the addition of another Pokemon is just like, come on. But if, if you had to, if you absolutely had to, if you had no other choice than to add another Pokemon to Super Smash Bros. Who thought that it was a good idea to add this big, lame, 
fiery cat who's also a pro wrestler who also I will refer to as incinerator out of protest because his name is a stupid cheesy pun over the grass starter Decedui. That guy is a cool owl slash ghost looking guy with a bow and arrow. He had a very cool moveset. And it's like, who thought that that Incinerator was cooler than him? Who thought that Incinerator was cooler than even like Alolan Raichu? Who thought that Incinerator was cooler than any of the the four legendaries that they introduced in this game? It, it was just, it was so brutal I, that I, they chose this guy. I'm not gonna lie, I I kind of want uh, what's it like Palm Tree Executor over <laughs> over Incinerator. Man, like brutal brutal absolutely brutal and this was made worse by the fact that when i saw this and i was like oh it's a boxing ring i bet you it's gonna be spring man from arms a new fresh character from a new fresh series that could use some representation in smash would you say nintendo rolled the crap out of us with this oh man so it, it, it it was it was bad i i felt I felt pretty just ugh at that announcement because I think the last thing that most people want is another Pokemon, and then or Fire Emblem. Even character. from that perspective, yeah, like like seriously, you might as well have just thrown in another Fire Emblem guy while you're at it, you know, um, or another Super Mario guy, which <laughs> we'll get to later. But um, oh man, it, it it like their choice of Pokemon too was just so lame. Like, I'm sure that maybe there's some Incinerator fans out there that are really hyped to play as this pro wrestler Firestarter. But, I mean, come on. If anything, let's give another Grass Starter a chance and put Decedui in. I was just, I was very, very underwhelmed by Incinerator's inclusion. I'm wondering if the reason for Incinerator's inclusion into this as opposed to decidui is maybe because decidui's moveset would be too similar to links in a lot of ways being a kind of bow and arrow um i I don't think that that's accurate though i mean link yeah link has a bow but does he really use his bow in super smash bros aside from his standard attack i mean if you're a decent player yeah what other moves does he have that uses bow well, I mean, I, I'm not saying that he has There are none. That's that's a rhetorical that use... question. There are none. His final smash is is a bow now, granted. Uh he shoots an ancient arrow, but you could have you could have definitely had a unique and fresh moveset for Decedui if you had to put another Pokémon in at all, which for the record, I wouldn't have wanted to see. Sure. I I won't lie, but like what about the water type as well? Like you go. It, there are a million um, Pokemon you can choose from, and I think you yeah, and I both have the same. The point. water type like, might have been the only the, one, the only one worse than Incinerator because yeah. the water type in this game was like kind of like a not a clownfish, but like a seal with a with a really stupid nose. So yeah, that, that would have been pretty lame too. Um, but hey, we, we've got Incinerator now, and insult was added to injury almost immediately because Sakurai then gets on. And says, that's it. 
every single playable fighter has been revealed for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, which just hit me like, like, uh, like Ken Hadouken right to the gut, because it's like, this is the final announcement, and I know a lot of people out there are going to be like, oh, you got all these great characters, and blah, 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 stop complaining, you know, what more do you want? That is all absolutely true. We have a ton of great characters in this game. We have Ridley, we have K. Rule, which is absolutely amazing, but Nintendo... Once again, just as they did with Super Smash Bros. for Wii U, has ended with a limp noodle finish rather than going out with a bang. It's definitely a question of kind of like what their thought process was PR-wise and in terms of, hey, you know, how should we order these you know, the information that we release. And I, I think um, it was you, me, and Gooey who were talking about, and I think Kristen too, we were all talking about kind of like how we should have reordered these releases. Like, this would have been fine if this had been like the middle direct instead of the last direct. I agree. Yep. Um, timing is a big part of it. And when you build up these releases, you build up, you know, you've, you finally introduce Ridley, you finally introduce K. Rule. You've went out and you've got Simon Belmont from Castlevania. Like, these are big, big and announcements. And Richter, yeah. And so you you just build up that expectation of something bombastic for your final direct. So when you come off with Incinerator, it definitely, you know, it, it definitely is disappointing. And I understand that... You know, this it's not going to change the game. This will be a great game. I'm excited to play it, and I'm excited for all the all the new characters that they put in. But it's okay to be disappointed with this final announcement because it was very lackluster. Yeah, it, it just seemed really odd that this is how they decided to go out. Although there are definitely parts of the Direct where I thought, you know, this is really interesting information. I'm glad to see, or at least know, know this kind of thing before the game comes out. But... Yeah, uh, a good two-thirds of this Direct was just filled with us going, And, and let's, what? <laughs> let's not jump ahead of ourselves here. Yeah. Um, we've beat up on Incinerator long enough, so let, let's do give credit where credit is due. By the time that this game is done and all of the DLC fighters are out, there's going to be 80 fighters, which is absolutely insane and incredible. Um, yeah, of really course, of those 80 fighters... Rival it. Yeah, it's for for a game like Smash, which has you know gaming icons, uh, who's who. Eighty eighty fighters is absolutely incredible. Um, the big news is the supposed Grinch leak that came out last week that said that characters such as Banjo Kazooie and Isaac from Golden Sun and Mock Rider obviously turned out to be fake. So a lot of people were disappointed about that as well. I don't know if I'm disappointed that those characters didn't get in necessarily, but just that Incinerator was our was our final character reveal. This just goes to kind of like reinforce my belief of kind of not really looking too much into leaks and stuff like that. We and this is in regards to anything, you know, especially video game related. It's just you're kind of you're kind of setting yourself up for disappointment if it's not true, and then you're kind of spoiling it if it is true. So I, I feel like there's really no no win with leaks and paying attention to them. I agree. Um, I remember when the roster of the of the last Smash Bros. game was leaked, and that actually turned out to be entirely accurate. And I think that that leak's accuracy actually hurt 
this direct because people are expecting the big names like Banjo Kazooie to all be legitimate. And I think that also fueled a lot of fans' disappointment in this direct. Was um, the same guy who created this leak um, also the same guy that did the leak last last time? Uh, I, I don't believe so. I'm like 95% sure it was a different guy. Okay. Uh, I, I don't quote me on that. It could very well be the same guy, um, but just I, I didn't recognize the name. But, you know, I feel like we've uh, we beat up on Incinerator here a little bit, so let's move on to some other stuff in the direct. Uh, something that I'm sure that you're going to be happy about, new Amiibo announced for all of the new fighters, and Young Link is among them. This was probably my favorite part of the direct, was seeing this brand new Link Amiibo, and my gosh, does Young Link look just as good as his previous incarnation uh, in the Amiibo line, and I can't wait. I'm a little sad, though, that it's not coming till 2019. I don't... They didn't give a specific date. They just said 2019, right, for all of these new ones? Yeah, well, actually, they did have February 2019 for, I think, three of them. For the Piranha Maybe Ice Climbers or? and Piranha. Uh, okay. I, I also could be wrong. Don't quote me about that. Uh, Young Link was definitely a 2019 release, though, which is probably like a summer or maybe even later release. I'm just praying that this isn't a limited edition uh young link like the last one was because i don't want to have to wait a year to get this character i need yeah i'm really hoping that places have ridley on december 7th i i feel like ridley's gonna be limited edition just uh, like just looking at his amiibo it looks like that kind of quality you know i need to get me a ridley amiibo for sure um so we briefly touched on it. 80 fighters. Absolutely incredible. However, this comes with a cost. Um, and another disappointing aspect of this direct, even or maybe just for me, I don't know how disappointed anyone else is, but they, they told us that there's not going to be any trophies in this game, which to me is like a big part of what makes Super Smash Bros. so special. Mm. <sighs> this is hard because I... T- I'm trying to recall how much I cared about trophies before, and I can't recall it at all. And I think that's kind of indicative of the fact that, uh, like, I've, I've always played Smash for playing Smash, and I've never really paid attention to, this, uh, to the trophies. Some of the stickers and stuff were, were cool back in the day, but I don't, like, it was never really a prime goal of mine to, like, earn all the trophies or do all that kind of thing. So I guess it doesn't really hit me as hard as it does you, but I still think it's kind of lame that it it isn't going to be implemented at all because I know there are a lot of people who care about it. To be fair, uh, Sakurai said during this Direct 2 that they were just extremely difficult to develop, which, you know, I, I, I totally believe that. Um, and I also think that, you know, back in Super Smash Bros. Melee, you would get three variants of each fighter's trophy. And that's a lot more manageable when you only have 24 fighters versus when you have 80 fighters. So on on one hand, I'm glad that we don't have to do classic and then adventure and then all-star mode to get, you know, all these trophies. But, but it is kind of, uh, it is kind of a bummer that they took them out. I always really enjoyed just seeing the obscure trophies and hearing the descriptions. And, um, there's a, there was a lot of times where I would get like a trophy in a game, um, have no idea what it was, and then because I got that trophy, go and do a little bit of research and, and you know learn about a new game series. I remember getting Doshin the Giant in Super Smash Bros. Melee. 
And I was like, who is this tall, yellow Simpsons-looking guy? That's and, a fantastic uh, point, honestly. Yeah. It's it's a, it's a neat feature, that's for sure. Like, even if you're not a collector-type guy who wants to get them all, you know, it, it is kind of an interesting insight into all the odds and end characters, even, you know, apart from the main ones that, you might not never have known existed and might get you interested in some of the other titles in Nintendo's lineup that aren't necessarily, you know, oh, Mario or Zelda, you know? Yeah, I, I enjoy trophies more for, like, the side characters or, like, other franchises and stuff, actually, mm-hmm. um, rather than trophies of the fighters themselves. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I, I understand why they're gone, but it's, it's disappointing to me that they are gone. Um, also confirmed in the Treehouse stream after... Say goodbye to home runs, say goodbye to target practice, that is also gone, and that that sucks too. Um, and that one I think is a little bit more confusing, because you design one home run area, you design one target practice area, or maybe two or three, and that should suffice for every character, so I, I don't know why they got rid of it. Um, it doesn't break my heart. Those aren't like the the modes I play Smash for, but it, it's it's been a staple and it's been something fun in the series. So I'm a little bit I'm a little bit bummed about that too. Sure, yeah, I I'm in the same boat on that end. I I really liked and loved even um, doing the home run home run bat practice and the target practice. Those were those are just fun modes just to do you know in your idle time and you know the. They might not be main features or anything like that, but it was still fun to, you know, kind of dick around for a couple of minutes in, in those and seeing if you could beat your high score. Um, and, and to do them with different characters, since different characters kind of had different properties to their moves and things like that, you you could accomplish, uh, and this is more in regards to target practice than home run bat, but, uh, you know, different mo- different ways of accomplishing that goal of beating target practice. Yeah, I'm... Uh... I'm I'm sad to see them go. Um, oh well, I guess. Yeah, it's not fun while it lasted, it, but, but let's uh, let's continue to probably the biggest part of this direct. And to me, this part of the direct, especially when I watched it back again, just seemed to drag and drag and drag. So Nintendo kind of spun this as a replacement for trophies and in a way i guess it kind of is spirits yeah it, <coughs> sorry it, it also seems like it was kind of like their their way of expanding into the new uh i guess you could say replacement for subspace emissary in that like this was okay it's gonna be our brand new feature and if your favorite character wasn't announced for this um you know, check for them out as spirits, and they can still play a part of your game, even though we're not making a full character out of them. Uh, it just, um, so it basically just what spirits out. is, for anyone that didn't watch this, is it seems like it's kind of a mix between the stickers from Super Smash Bros. Brawl and how you could power up your character's amiibo in Smash 4. So basically, spirits are going to work almost like a sticker in that you assign a playable fighter, a spirit, and that spirit can then be powered up with different spirits. Um, there's different primary spirits. There's a, a triangle, uh, you know, 
kind of rock, paper, scissors leveling system to it. It seems pretty complicated for Super Smash Bros. It seems like something that you'd more so see in an RPG. In fact, it was very reminiscent of what you'd see in, in Fire Emblem for equipping stuff like that. Mm, yeah, that's a good point. It does it does ring of that for sure. Um, so like like what are your thoughts? Uh, it's, it's it's it seems cool to me to see all of these other, I guess, characters be used as spirits. Um, and it, and it almost seems that to unlock the spirits, you you do what will probably be a replacement for events, as in you'll fight specialized fights with different characters and stuff. What were what were your thoughts? What was your takeaway from this? I'm a fan of anything that looks like it's new, but is also trying to improve on previous mechanics. So Majora's Mask did this a lot with you know implement, uh, with mechanics and stuff that was were implemented in Ocarina of Time. So with Ultimate now seeming to try and take bits and pieces from previous Smash games and combine them together and improve them. I like that that concept. I like the idea behind it. Obviously, because I haven't played it yet and I haven't seen anything other than what the Direct is showing, I don't know how it's going to be in effect. But I like the concept. I like the idea. I think it'll be a fun a fun way of kind of, you know, customizing characters, things like that. But, um, I don't know. Ultimately, I, I agree in that it seemed to drag on and didn't seem to... It didn't seem to have the effect, I think, that Nintendo was going for. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it definitely went out for... It definitely seemed like it, it went on forever. And I think that it was just like... It was information overload because there's a tweet at the end of it, and it's like, do we have to write a test after watching this? <laughs> and I was like, that's exactly what I feel like. It's, yeah. it, it tell like us they tried that to the spirits everything. are different characters and that they're a different way of powering up your character. And I think they probably just could have called it a day at that. Or maybe if they have even introduced this before because it was very dry. And again, it was just like, this is your final Smash Direct. It's your final chance to build up momentum for this game. And this is like the opposite of that. This is like this is making me drowsy. It's, it's it's sucking the energy from me, the viewer. And talking to all you guys in Discord while this is going on, I, I feel like I wasn't the only one who felt like that. In fact, the only good part about this entire spirit thing is when they were like, feed him snacks! Mm-hmm. <laughs> It definitely felt like they could have broken this up into, like, bits and pieces. You could have, like, a third of this information in the E3 presentation, a third of this information in the next Direct, and then, you know, the last bit in this one. Uh, You know, I wasn't really into customizing fighters in Smash 4, so for me... I don't really feel excited about this mode, especially if it's just contained to spirits mode or if spirit mode bleeds into everything else. I'm not really sure. Um, I was, I'm just, I'm not excited for it. Um, I, I feel so bad saying this because I feel, oh man, it, uh, I feel like I would have been more excited for customizing uh, fighters in in Smash Four if there had just been more options but like most characters and things like that only had like a couple of different things that you could 
you could customize. And then, of course, you could just change the stats, which ultimately for me, I was like, mm, cool concept, wish it was more developed. And I, I just feel so bad saying this again because I feel it's kind of the same way here in that this the spirits, it just, I don't know. It, there's There's nothing... I didn't see anything like brand new other than the fact that we're going to have apparently like millions of these different spirits or at least potential spirits considering how many games they're pulling from and how many um how many different characters yeah. they have to pull from. Um yeah, I, I mean I think collecting hats and in different costumes in Smash 4 is pretty lame, so that might just be bleeding over into this. The bad taste in my mouth from Smash 4's customization might be... Maybe I'm not giving it a fair shake, but I'm not really super jazzed for this Spirits mode. But on the flip side, it can't be worse than that stupid board game that you had to play in Smash 4. That was the worst. Um, so, hey... I guess give it a chance, but it, it didn't impress me. Uh, spotted as spirits during this, for us Zelda fans out there, there was the Imprisoned, there was Yuga, there was a Guardian, Urbosa, Medley. I don't know, maybe I missed a few more, but those were the ones that I spotted. Uh, so, wasn't Rivali, or was that a, the skin? Uh, no, Rivali might have been in there. Yeah, he might have been in there. Okay. Um, there, there's a lot going on, so I, I just wrote down the ones that I saw. Um, so obviously... I. Do you think that that, not that they probably have any chance of uh, becoming downloadable fighters anyways, but do you think that that pretty much just signals that, hey, you're not getting Urbosa as a downloadable fighter for sure? I, yeah, I, I, I'm thinking yeah. that because if, if they're in the spirits mode, it seems like they're, it, it was Nintendo's way of saying, you know, we love all these characters and we'd like to put them in Smash, but we're not going to so this is the closest you're going to get that being said it didn't really surprise me either like this is something i was i was saying to everybody in the discord before is that something that seems odd but it happens a lot is that in smash at least sakura and nintendo seem to like giving the zelda franchise a bit of the middle finger um and we're we're gonna talk all about that yeah. at the end of this show. I'm I'm sure. Um, let's talk about downloadable fighters, though. We got a confirmation that they were indeed working on DLC. So five fighters comes with a new stage, comes with a new track. You can get the fighters pass. It's about uh, thirty two bucks up here in Canada land. I've already can't remember what it, it is for you guys down there. Uh, twenty nine ninety nine. US dollars. Twenty nine ninety nine. Oh god, it's probably more than thirty bucks up here in Canada land. But yeah. At least you know what? As bad of a taste as Incinerator left in our mouth, at least there's gonna be more character reveals down the line, so uh I saw a couple people complaining about them releasing a fighter's pass and not you know, saying which fighters are what and uh and whatnot. But you know what, who cares? It's whatever. I'm just glad that they're doing it. I wonder if this will open it up again to the thing we had in Smash 4 where they take kind of like the, the pull for each of the five DLC fighters. So, like, we could potentially get five characters that we all want in Smash as opposed to five DLC fighters that they've already come up with in concept and are just taking their sweet time in developing. 
I, I don't think so. I have to imagine that they've probably already started the groundwork on the DLC characters. Um, and, and I feel like if we were to get another Smash ballot, we would have had it by now. But, you know, that I wouldn't say it's impossible by any means for sure. What was the turnaround time on the Smash ballot in Smash 4? It was only a couple months, I guess, so not impossible. I think so, um, which is odd to me too because you have to kind of question whether they were already working on those characters as opposed to actually listening to the poll because if you think about it, like the way that they were talking about Piranha Plant when they said, oh yeah, we're already into development on Piranha Plant and they were showing off quite a bit of Piranha Plant in the in the trailer and it looked almost done but then they were like oh yeah this character won't be released for several months after uh, Ultimate comes out and I'm like well if you're that far along in the development process and you had the smash ballot last uh, uh, for last smash and the turnaround time was that quick mm, that that seems odd I refuse to believe that she won the most votes of anyone who was even realistic either. I think that there are probably like realistic options that beat her out, but they just wanted to put Bayonetta in there. Yeah, I think there's some definite shenanigans going on. Don't get me wrong, I love Bayonetta. I, I think she was an awesome addition to the game, but I, yeah. I, I am in the same boat in saying that I don't think that many people actually voted for her because I know at least a majority of my friends and I, we all voted for Roy, so... I don't know why. Roy sucks. Roy is our boy. Don't you dare. Don't start a war. You can't win. Well, I mean, he does suck. You were just complaining about Fire Emblem fighters, and you're voting for Roy? But Roy was the best. Roy was the only Fire Emblem character that needs to be in Smash. No, he wasn't. Let, let's let's move on here. Um, so we spent a little bit of time on, like, rules and online modes. Uh, nothing really about that caught my eye, so we won't dwell very much on it unless there's something that you want to bring up. Uh, no, they, that'd be more for all of us, you know, super fighting game fans to talk about later. I, you but. know what? I did think that it was pretty funny that Nintendo's just like, make sure you have a wired connection, guys. Yeah. It's 2018. Not only that, but it's our like, internet. Hey. Our internet service that we just launched isn't that stable yet, so... Like, <laughs> well, the the other funny thing too is that they're deciding to go back to peer to peer, which everybody knows doesn't really work, uh, at least very well. And for a game like this, you gotta just come out with servers. But the the funniest shtick to me is along those same lines where like, hey, you should have a wired connection. But hey, guess what? We don't natively support wired connections. You're going to have to buy this peripheral that we don't even support. I'm like, well, damn. Okay. Way to rub it yeah. in. And then, uh, and then they say, you know, we, we get to use our Nintendo Switch Online <laughs> app which mm -hmm. is really special. And they also actually, another thing that they did say was that they are launching uh, Smash World, a.k.a. Smashtagram, where you can post pictures of you smashing with uh, other people. <laughs> um, can I I'm sure that there's, there might be people name. out there that's excited for that. I, you know, look, taking photos of your in-game accomplishments or doing your real-life selfies, and I like, I will never understand the whole photo-taking thing. But 
it's a huge hit amongst this generation. It's a huge hit amongst, you know, people and gamers nowadays. So I understand the direction with it, but it, it, it was definitely very funny when we were all looking at it. We were like, well, okay, cool, I guess. Side, sidebar here, but I was just thinking before we started recording this episode, I was looking on Instagram, and I was just thinking, like, I don't get people that take pictures of their food. Oh. Who, who cares what your food looks like? Just eat it. Anyways. <laughs> okay. Anyways, let's, let's not get into that tirade. So, <laughs> uh, b- before we get to the end and talk about what everybody wants to talk about, uh, they did show off some assist trophies, so some cool stuff in there. Um, I think... The- the takeaway that I had for the assist trophies, unfortunately, is like, man, these guys are cool, and I wish that we had them instead of some of the fighters that we do. All I know is that from now on, I am never playing with assist trophies off. Like, I used to do that in the older Smash games, but now, no, I'm playing with assist trophies They on. They showed off a lot. Yeah. There's there's now more assist trophies in Pokemon, which is pretty cool. I'm so, so some happy of the ones... that Fatal Frame is making it in. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. That that was the first one. Obviously, that was the first one that caught my eye because that's what they uh, launched off with. Some other ones that I thought were it. noteworthy are uh, Isaac from Golden Sun, yeah, Springman from Arms, Doctor Wily, Guile, Akira from Virtua Fighter. Very cool, very cool additions. You know, I, I, as excited as I I was for Akira from Virtua Fighter, because who's heard anything about Virtua Fighter in like the past ten years? But Doctor Wily. And Guile? Uh, first of all, Dr. Wily's uh, whole assist trophy was funny as hell, but then Guile comes on the stage and you got that remix of his theme, and I was just like, oh man, they went all out with that one, and I love it. Yeah, I thought it was great. Um, it, it The assist trophies were unfortunately so great that they easily overshadowed the actual playable fighters. And uh, this was confirmed after, I, I don't recall seeing it during the direct, but after it was confirmed that Skull Kid would return as an assist trophy in Smash Ultimate. So you can say goodbye to that, Zelda fans. He's not coming as a fighter. Uh, yeah. Something that we both predicted and talked about, but uh, wanted to be wrong about, but were unfortunately proven right. You know... Maybe, maybe the DLC, if they do a, a Smash Ballot, maybe we can get him in, but I don't think so, buddy. Uh, so, uh, there are some people out there that are really stoked that this game supports 11 languages. Um, good on you if you're one of those guys. There's a lot of different languages for you to listen to in this game. So, that's a thing for those that are uh, happy about that. We got some new Mii Fighter costumes, including the Yiga Clan. So that was kind of nice. That was like one of the the only Zelda-centric semi-announcements in this Direct. Now you too can fight for your bananas. And then we got uh, the Rex Mii Fighter costume. As an added bonus to anybody that bought the Fighter's Pass. So you can't unlock this in-game unless you buy the Fighter's Pass. And... You know, they said this line in this direct, which I thought was really lame. And it went something like, oh, well, development started when we had already picked everybody that we wanted to be in the game before Xenoblade 2 came out. So we couldn't include anybody from Xenoblade 2. 
But uh, here's his costume to make you feel like you're fighting as him. And I call shenanigans on that. Let me take you back to Smash 4. Smash 4 comes out not that long after Pokemon uh, X and Y came out. X and Y starter was Greninja. And Greninja was a playable fighter in Smash 4. Sakurai said that they went back to the developing, or they went to the developers of Pokemon, saw Greninja, thought that he'd be a cool fighter, and inserted him. So don't feed us this lame McCheesmo line about how you didn't know that, you know, you didn't know who the main protagonist of the next Xenoblade game was, and you didn't have enough time to make him a playable fighter, because I'm sure that you probably did. It's the same thing with new characters like ARMS or something like that. If you had enough time to make him an assist trophy, you probably had enough time to make him a fighter. Maybe that just sounds spoiled, but that's that's my view. No, there are definitely some shenanigans going on right now with how Nintendo is... I mean, I, maybe this is not Nintendo per se, but maybe HAL Laboratory or Sakurai himself. But there's there's some misinformation or there's there's... Whoever's on their PR team needs to get on this because they are saying just some weird, weird, contradicting things that make no sense compared to what they're showing, what they've said before. You know, it it's all just very odd. I, I think it would have been totally fine if they if they hadn't have even said that and just said, like, like, look, we didn't think Rex was cool enough to put in. Because honestly, right. Rex isn't very cool. He's not very cool in that game. But, like... Just to give that lame excuse of like, oh, we had already picked our roster and we couldn't put him in. Sorry, like that just feels kind of lame to me. And it doesn't so true you know either, based off of what's been going on in the past. So, all right. So the moment that everybody is talking about from this direct, the one person who was cool enough to get in, the one person who the fans around the world, the millions and millions of fans in the Smash community were clamoring for was finally revealed and his name is Piranha Plant Nintendo what the shit I'm so mad right now for so many reasons one thing Piranha Plant's cool. Don't don't get me wrong. Like I I watched his gameplay and I was like, you know what? I can actually see not only this character being in Smash, but also like people playing as him and like maining him. But I'm so mad because I I think of the characters again that I would have rather had. Kind of like we were talking about with Incinerator, in that you know what about Boo? What about King Boo? What about Koopa Troopa? Or you know all these other other characters. Who would have been just as fine? What about not a random enemy from the Super Mario Bros. series? <laughs> what about that? Yeah, it's. <laughs> I I don't I don't even know what to say anymore. Like this... I saw when Mario came up to that Piranha Plant, and it was like Piranha Plant pipes in. There was a moment of silence, as silent as it is right now. And I was like, Nintendo, what the shit? <laughs> Piranha Plant. You put a plant in Super Smash Bros. You might as well just put an Octorok in Super Smash Bros. and make him a playable character. Now, you know what? This is, this is so 
absolutely absurd that it's almost good. I almost like it because of how nonsensically absurd that it is to put a piranha plant in Super Smash Bros. It's it's so it's so Smash. It's so. <laughs> Are our five downloadable character fighters the Goomba, the Paratroopa, the Fish? You know, like maybe we could get Waddle D from Kirby. I almost hope they are, honestly. Like, oh, the the amount of people talking about it, like that—that that was the buzz. Like everybody was talking about. Oh my God, Piranha Plant in Smash! What are the Kremlings on? from Donkey Kong available? Why yes. don't we get those guys in there too? Let's get every lower level enemy that's ever existed, and let's get them in Super Smash Bros. I, you know, I'm sure that somewhere. Somewhere in this world, there was a person who saw Piranha Plant and was like, Yes! Oh, I've been waiting for Piranha Plant to get into Super Smash Bros. for so long, and he's finally in! <laughs> but wherever that person is, he was nowhere near me, nowhere near anyone I was talking to, nowhere near anyone that I saw on Twitter. Nintendo, what the shit? Piranha Plant. I, I think this is why it's one of the greatest announcements Nintendo's ever made, just because of that reaction. And you know what? When you look at it in the context of it's a free bonus character, and it's not part of the five downloadable content characters, it's not that bad. It, it It's really not, but like... Piranha Plant? <laughs> oh my god. And and Andy is not a fan of the Piranha Plant. He's a fan of everything about what the Piranha Plant means for Smash. <laughs> but he is not about oh. Piranha Plant. <laughs> I don't hate Piranha I don't hate Piranha Plant. I really don't hate Piranha Plant. But Would you, you prefer Bow Wow or Chain Chomp? Or Seriously, like, you took this random enemy from Super Mario Bros. Not even, like... Not even a cool random enemy from Super Mario Bros. I would have taken Dry Bones over Piranha Plant. I would have taken one of those uh, Super Mario Sunshine fat dudes in, in Sunshine City over Piranha Plant. I, I would have I would have taken oh god I would have taken so many people over Piranha Plant. It was like it was like Sakurai was boozing up one night and he was like, man, what would every Smash fan just hate? I know what they would hate. Piranha Plant. And then he just put it in just as a giant middle finger to everyone that's been telling him for all these years. Oh, my favorite character didn't get in. I honestly, to God, I feel like this is Sakurai's way of saying, like, be grateful for what you have! You're you're not even wrong. Like, you know all those Sakurai memes where it's like, don't ask me for anything ever again. And it's just like, so I can't. There, there was one meme that came oh. out right after where they're like, I put Piranha Plant in the game and had him kill Waluigi. Don't ever ask me for anything again. <laughs> I'm all like, yes, that is 1,000% Sakurai. It, it smacked and, and you know what? His, his final smash is actually kind of neat. It's a neat little throwback to Super yeah. Smash Bros. Brawl. So there you go. I, I think all in all, Piranha Plant is great for Smash. It was just, it was definitely one of those moments where everybody was shaking their heads and trying to figure out what in the hell was going on. Like if this was the Twilight Zone or something. But ultimately, it's a good addition. I, I can't argue with it, especially since it's free.
Yep, we've got a Piranha Plant as a playable fighter in Super Smash Bros. That's a thing. 2018. Hashtag Piranha Plant. Well, one thing uh, thing that Sakurai obviously did this summer was go to the movies and watch Avengers Infinity War. Because what came next and kind of salvaged the ending of this extremely lackluster Nintendo Direct at this point, in my opinion, is the trailer for Nintendo Infinity War where there's this big glob of light. I can't remember what his name was supposed to be. Um, And basically, he's summoning like a million master hands. And this was a pretty cool visual. There's all these like master hands floating in the sky. And then, uh, you know... You see all you see all the Nintendo characters on this on this cliff looking out to him. You hear some pretty lame voice acting from Marth and, and Zelda, and then uh, you know you see Shulk. He's foreseeing the future. He foresees an attack back in real time. He turns around, literally doesn't tell anybody about the attack, and then boom! This big glob of light shoots off a bunch of rays that pretty much just kill every single Nintendo character except for Kirby. It was pretty cool. It was it was such a visual, I agree. And the uh I can't get over how of course Kirby is the one survives cuz you know, shout out to Sakura and his know, original creations, but like man, how it Visually, it was stunning, and it was crazy, and I was sitting there the whole time wondering, what is going on? What is what is this leading up to? And bam, smack, dabaroo, this is our new mode, and I was like, well, well, damn, okay, let's go. Let's do this. I, I think the I great... I thought that it was, uh, I thought it was really funny that we Fit Trainer is just doing yoga when she gets yeah. blasted. She doesn't care. She's just and doing yoga. The other part was Snake just being in his box the whole time, and I yeah, that, that was, was pretty the good too. Funniest thing because not not immediately after is when I tweeted you that meme that I found where we just have Vegeta doing the final flash against Cell, except he blasts Snake away, and it was hilarious to me because I was thinking the same I think thing. <laughs> the funniest tweet that I saw is. Uh, Somebody tweeted, like, Shulk saying that he went forward in time to see all the possible outcomes. And that, uh, you know, there were 14,605. And then Marth asks him, how many did we win? And Shulk says one, which is a shout out <laughs> to Infinity War. Yeah, That was pretty funny. But, so, um, so this goes down and, uh, you know, every single, every single Nintendo Soul Sans Kirby is obliterated. And that's our explanation for how spirits uh, are, you know, become a thing in the first place so it like it was it was pretty cool i think actually the only lame part about that was the song that they used i i really just i hate like j poppy kind of songs i think they just ruin trailers and and moments in games when they're supposed to be impactful like playing xenoblade chronicles 2 there's a bunch of moments where there's just like this lame pop song playing in the background which just totally kills the vibe but it's so, very Japanese. It's, I mean, Smash is ultimately well, it a is. Japanese game, and so is Xenoblade. So uh, it's like you're gonna have that. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not disputing that. I'm just saying that I hate it. Yeah. So I hated the song. Okay. But other than that, it looked pretty cool. I think. You know what? Actually, now that I think about it, it it, it begs the question: if in this new story mode, 
our purpose as I guess Kirby starting out is to kind of restore all of the the Smash Ultimate fighters' spirits into fighting form. If we could actually get some of the spirits as DLC fighters, you know, maybe maybe them being spirits doesn't preclude them from eventually being included in the roster because obviously in story mode we're not just going to be playing as Kirby the whole time unless Sakurai is a massive troll. Uh, no, I think I'd, definitely the point is going to be to unlock all the fighters. I'm sure that's probably how you're going to unlock a lot of the fighters in game. Um, I, I think, I think that once you, once you have seen a character as a spirit in this game though, that's it. That's all that they're going to be. You can rule them out from any future DLC. I really do. And it's Which is unfortunate, thought. but... You know what also occurred um, to me is the, the whole connection that they tried to, they seem to do between like the spirits and the amiibo figures. And we call them amiibo figures because that's what they look like and that's where the whole design for amiibos originally came from was was Smash was it Melee or Brawl and where, you know, they had those little figures that the characters were turned into by the evil people and then, you know, they they would be restored to fighting form when you when when you got a hold of them. Um, and it, yeah, it that appears... was in uh, Subspace Emissary. Yeah, and I it... mean the idea. The idea of Smash has always been that Master Hand was like a playable character, and that all these Nintendo characters were dolls and stuff like that. Right. The Master Hand is supposed to represent like the the player. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's interesting to see kind of like maybe what the connection is between spirits and quote unquote amiibos or quote unquote um, the, know, the, the real players. world. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this mode is called Smash World of Light. So uh, it, it was a good way to end off the Direct. I think that most of us watching probably thought that they were going to end the Direct with the revelation of the final playable fighter. But I guess when your fighters that you're revealing are incinerator and a freaking piranha plant, you probably don't want to go off air with that. So, oh boy, what a Direct. Well, it it's wasn't hard. uninteresting, at least. Like, no, boring couldn't wasn't. be des- described of it, except for the spirits part, but... We were talking during the Direct, and I said something along the lines of, it's hard to imagine that the same company that put out last month's Direct, which I, I think on this show, I went on record and said that was probably the best Nintendo Direct I've ever seen, just laid an egg and put out this absolute stinker. You know, you have your high points, you have your low points, and it seems like Nintendo is hitting both in a very short amount of time. Um, yeah, I, you know, I think the high point for me would probably be the assist trophy reveals, and then yeah. the low point would be pretty much everything else. Incineroar. Um, yeah, that, that was, if I had to pick the lowest of the low, the valley would definitely have been Incineroar. Let's look at this from a Zelda perspective, though. Zelda, as a series, just absolutely, once again, gets the absolute shaft. No Skull Kid, no Impa Echo Fighter, no new Zelda stages, no new Zelda items. We have a handful of Zelda spirits. But at the end of the day, you look at the Super Mario Bros. series, nine characters. Pokemon, 10 characters. Fire Emblem, 7 characters. You have Metroid that added 2 characters to its roster this game. You have Donkey Kong that finally got some love. 
what is going on with Zelda and Super Smash Bros? There hasn't been a new playable fighter since Super Smash Bros. Uh, really, Melee, because Toon Link was just a clone of Young Link. I, I've been saying it for a while now, but I I distinctly get the feeling that Sakurai just doesn't really care all that much about Zelda. And the only reason... It, it feels like the only reason Zelda gets any love whatsoever in Smash is just because it's Nintendo saying, hey, this is one of our biggest franchises. you got to have something in there for them. Although, I will I just, say, I can't we did believe. get a new Zelda thing. We did get the, not in this direct, but we did get, you know, the moon assist trophy. That is, that was new. It was pretty awesome. But that is, like, the only thing we got. And that's just not cool. Even, even that was a double-edged sword, because yeah. when you got the moon assist trophy, that pretty much killed off any chance that Skull had of yeah. making it into this game. Yeah. I just, I can't believe it's Breath of the Wild, the Switch's launch title has sold 10 million plus copies, will be the best-selling Zelda game when it's all said and done. Zero representation in this game. Yes, you have Link in his champion's tunic, but his moves haven't really been altered that much. You got a new Final Smash and, and his bombs changed, but other than that, like, nothing. You got a new stage? Nothing other than that. This game should be uh, heavily featured, you would think. Oh, it, it, as a Zelda fan watching this direct, it was brutal. It boggles. So I was like, mind. they they gotta add, they gotta add something. They gotta add someone. Breath of the Wild is such a hot property that it seems like something has got to be in this game. I feel like and somebody at Nintendo is shaking their head at Sakurai, going like, you're gonna have to do something for this because nobody is happy with that. You know, as a Zelda fan watching, I was extremely disappointed. As a Smash fan watching, I was disappointed. Maybe not extremely disappointed. But it, it, it's... Part of the reason that I hate Incinerator so much in this game is because do you need another Pokemon? And why can't we get Zelda some love in the Super Smash Bros. series? And that is where it all stems from. What if... I, I wonder if we're going to get some Zelda DLC characters because of this. like Or not because of this, but like maybe the reason we weren't being shown a whole lot of love for Zelda uh, in these past few directs is because we're going to get some massive, awesome uh, DLC Zelda character. Or is this just wishful you know what? slash I, I hope hopeful so. thinking? I'm not holding my breath. I'm I'm pretty sure that they've already got the list of the five characters that they're going to be developing. I'm sure that they have that list. I I'm not holding my breath, man, for uh, for any Zelda love in there. Well, we can always pray and we can always hope. All right, final parting words. What would you rank this? Uh, if you had to give this direct a grade, what would it be? Oh, this is definitely like a D. Like, I I can't yep. I I really liked the trailer for the new mode. I really I really enjoyed seeing Ken in action in a cinematic trailer against Smash characters like like Lil Mac. Um but ultimately like most of the direct was just 
It was a lot of disappointment. It was a lot of why was this done into one big blob of a direct instead of parceled out amongst the other ones? You know, why? What was the decision making process behind this? And it just it felt it felt rushed. It felt jumbled together and it felt like it had no direction so (laughs) i don't know if i'd say it felt rushed it felt like it took forever yeah well it took forever for us to (laughs) for us to get through it but uh yeah i i I can't Um, rank this higher than a d sorry i'm gonna say a d plus just because i thought that the final trailer was cool you know it's too bad like they're almost a victim of their own of their own success. You know, they've raised the bar so much with everything they've done before and it's just it feels extremely anticlimactic to go out like this. And I remember feeling this exact same feeling watching the final direct that they did for Smash 4 when they revealed Bayonetta and Corrin as the final fighters. You know, it, it was a very anticlimactic feeling. And if they had done some simple things Imagine that imagine that Ridley or even Simon Belmont was the last character reveal that you saw. The taste in your mouth would be so much better. Imagine that for Smash 4, they showed off Cloud Strife as the last playable character that you saw. Imagine how much better that would go down than what they did. And I don't understand why they do this. And, you know, it, it, it does... You know, we are spoiled and Smash will be great. And... It does seem silly to complain about, you know, them adding in one or two extra characters when they've already given us 70 plus characters, but you just build up that expectation so high. And then with the addition of the expectations of the Grinch leak in there with all the characters that it could have been, I just think that this was, it was a very, very anticlimactic way to go out before Smash comes out. So yeah, that's it's. I'm gonna give it a D plus, and the plus is just because you know, through no fault of Smash's own, it's a victim of its own expectations. But it's hard to feel good about this direct after watching it, and I've watched it twice now. While I agree with you, I, I feel the devil's advocate in me has to say that you know you and I can agree that you know ending with Cloud being revealed as you know the final character or Ridley even. You know, it would be better. You know, I have to think about it, and I have to say, you know, well, you know, just like I love Final Fantasy VIII, and you love Final Fantasy IX. You know, everybody out there does have different opinions on what what would have made a greater ending or what would have made a better ending. And you know, it, it maybe somewhere somehow out I'm, there. I'm sure all the Piranha Plant fans out there were really uh. Well, really yeah. satisfied with the ending to this direct. I know. I'm just saying, like, I have to think about it in that way. I have to look at it from from Nintendo's perspective. I, I think that the, the five Piranha Plant fans in the world gathered and had a glass of champagne after watching this direct. Okay, but technically Piranha Plant wasn't <laughs> even the last announced character. It was really Incineroar. And I'm sure there are well, maybe one or two Incineroar fans out there. Um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm sure that there are some people that are satisfied with this direct. Unfortunately, I'm just not one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Me neither. Me neither. Honestly. So that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, next week we're going to be back in action and we will be covering our best Zelda ever list. We're going to go over it with you, break it down 
explain some of our rationale for ranking the games the way that we did. We'll give you our personal rankings. Talk about uh, whether we agree or disagree with where some of these games ended up. It's going to be a good time. Um, Head over to iTunes. Head over to Podbean. Like, subscribe, comment, review, all of that good stuff. We really appreciate all the feedback and support that you guys have given us. That's going to do it for us for this week. Head on over to Twitter. I'm at Spateri316. He is at GIF underscore Bluehawk. We are the Champions Cast. We are out of time, and we will see you guys next week. Later. Later.